I am President Obama, and you are listening to another episode of Don't Ask Why. Howdy gamers, welcome back to another episode of Don't Ask Why. I am sitting right across from Josh. We're at his house this week instead of at my house, and I gotta say, it's already off the bat a whole lot more comfortable since we're not sitting like right next to each other. There's a, there's a bit more room with my desk. Yeah, it's a bit more spacey. I, honestly, I think this should be the move going forward. What do you think? I mean... This should really be an off-mic conversation, but sure, I, um, you got to be comfortable moving your mics back and forth, though. Yeah, I I'd be cool with that. Like, I could just leave them off, and you know, I, we could talk about this off-mic. It's not really super important, but yeah. um, this week we actually just got done. Apparently, this is how we're gonna do it every week. We watch a movie and then get our immediate thoughts right after. But we just watched the uh, new Andy Samberg movie, Palm Springs. Uh, it was on Hulu right now. Yeah, it was a Sundance film, and I think it was the most expensive film ever paid for, and Hulu really wanted this movie. Um, and the only thing I heard about this before I jumped in was that it was like Groundhog Day, but a lot more cynical and a lot l- more um, dark. <laughs> it's it's dark in the sense that it thinks of some, like, it's very nihilistic. Oh, thank you, Siri. Si- I Siri just got activated, so. It's a very nihilistic outlook on a few of the, the, the the two main characters are nihilistic people, and that's what makes it. Yeah, dark. they're always day drinking. Their their outlook and like nothing matters. What's the point of it doing anything? And as Noah was saying, it's very similar to movies such as Groundhog Day or like Happy Death Day, which or is Looper. It's it's yeah. it's a it's not new in that sense where it's a new. You're concept. reliving the same day yeah. over and over again, and so there's all. The they actually didn't really have that many. They did have a few jokes. Oh, it was it was a comedy. It, it switched. It well, had like I, a comedy. I'm saying they had com. they had a few of the tropes where oh you already know exactly what's going to happen before it happens because yeah. you've lived this day a thousand times. There were a couple twists like there was a boy or there was a um, there was one twist with the main girl um, hooking up with the the whole reason they were in Palm Springs was because there was a wedding and the main woman she ended up hooking up with the groom right. The groom. Yeah, the main character. I, I I don't remember the actors. I name. don't remember. I only know Andy Samberg. I don't even remember her name in the film. I don't really remember names in the film. They don't really say them a lot. It doesn't. I mean, it, well, that's something I feel like this. The only name I remember is Roy. <laughs> you fucking you went off on this one character. You're stuck. Look up who plays him because he's he's a great. It's actor. the guy who does the uh, the um, we've seen a thing or two because. The the state is it State Farm? Is or is that State, state Farm? Or all no, I actually don't know. It's a uh, fucking Google, Google this cast list because we've seen a thing or two. What I really enjoyed about this is that it didn't. It expected that you had seen Groundhog Day or you had an idea of what a time loop is or that you understood some aspects of the science of a, like a a movie where you start at the beginning if you die or if you go to sleep or whatever, and it didn't hold your hand in that sense. Um, but was, oh yeah, Niles and Sarah are the main characters, and Roy. I don't know why I forgot Roy's name because it's J.K. Simmons, uh, same guy. J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah. J. Jonah Jameson. And then uh, Sarah's actor was Kristen Milioti. What's she been in? I know Andy Sam. I actually, I actually watched Pop Star Never Stop Never Stopping, which was the Lonely Island's first, I think, movie. She's known for The Wolf of Wall Wolf, Wolf on Wall Street. Yeah. Wow. Anything else like? I heard she was in like a couple. There's a 2015 movie called Fargo. <laughs> yeah, you know, just a little known property Modern called Fargo. Love. Anything like of note? 
Or is it just nothing more? Oh, she's uh, apparently in one of the Black Mirror episodes. Oh, that's where she was familiar from. I remember like binge watching Black Mirror, and I she looked familiar, and that's I guess what it was. She plays Karen in Family Guy. (laughs) Are you kidding? Oh man, she's automatically a classic. Anyways, I saw Pop Star Never Stop Never Stopping, um, which is you know Andy Samberg's in it, the rest of Lonely Island troupe. Um, There's a Justin Timberlake cameo. There's like a bunch of shit, but. Um, I, I don't know why this week has been very heavy into like Lonely Island for me. Like I listen to all their albums again because why not? They just make really good music. <laughs> I, well, let me walk that back. They don't make good music. They make funny music and that's why, what are you doing now? <laughs> I'm looking at the cast list still. <laughs> I thought you were like going off Reddit. You're, like the <laughs> whole, the whole time we were watching, like I was like, what are you doing? You're just like on your phone. It was kind of funny. Not going to lie to you there. Well, I paid attention. Uh, I mean, there were a couple moments where you're, like, out of it. Or, like, there was, like, a joke and you didn't laugh because you're on your phone. But, you know, that's that's you. That's that's up to you, dog. I'm not here to criticize. Uh-oh, uh, phone bad. I wasn't saying <laughs> that. Would you do that in, like, a movie theater? Like, if this was at... If it was at a movie theater, no, because that I'd be affecting the audience and members around me. Well, it's different with me, dog. Like, why Because would I'm not blinding you with the phone my oh, light okay i guess the light is different that's the issue if they couldn't see it's the like fo- a courtesy thing though you know i mean like if a show is, it's or not like a play boring or something <laughs> it's not like they see us watching them act oh my god i okay that's something that has like that's something i've been thinking about just how you know we we can still like listen to new music artists put out and we can still like watch new movies that people have already shot and just need to distribute but that seems like a very impenetrable class, like going to see a, like a production, like Hamilton. That's a great example. It just came out um, on Disney Plus like a couple weeks ago. Um, did you end up seeing that? I don't remember. I've not seen Hamilton, but I know it's a good. <laughs> everyone tells me it's good, so it was like six hundred dollars seats for, like just essentially like floor seats equivalent. Like the worst seats were ridiculously expensive, and that still feels like a very secluded area you know what i mean like mm-hmm. going to see plays and see people actually act on screen it feels you know you know you c- you could see it at any movie theater but to see like a play where you know there's you know, it's much more personal yeah it definitely it's like making a joke with your friend and in, in the moment it's going to seem like a hilarious joke but say you see the same joke on video of two you see the same joke on video with other people it's not going to be as funny because you're not there i mean and you're not relating I don't know. I, I, as soon as we can realistically get back to somewhat normal life where life resumes, that's like one of the things I want to try and get better about instead of just investing time into seeing a bunch of movies and theaters and stuff. I want to put that effort into like supporting local um, artists, you know, not necessarily like in Seattle or on like a big screen but support like local playwrights and local um productions you know i don't know how i got talking about that back Um, to palm springs back to palm springs it was yeah very depressing (laughs) like but in a happy way (laughs) if that makes any sense at all i i didn't really find it it's a pretty upbeat movie don't go into it expecting a sad sob story kind of thing it's a upbeat uh and the way it's shot, it, it doesn't, like, lend it's itself to... It's basically a romantic comedy, but it's not, like, the kind of romantic comedy that's 
it feels like a Trojan horse. Movie, anyone could, you know, like it. it feels well, anyone who wants to watch radar movies, it's not, not for kids. But <laughs> oh yeah, if just from like the first five minutes, there are already three separate sex scenes. It was uh, that was awkward. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, watching it side by side like that was watching a movie with a sex scene in it is always awkward in my opinion. Just well, I mean, what about by time. yourself? Like compared to like watching with I don't know, like your even family. then, I'm like kind of it's just a little awkward for me. I don't know why. It just kind of is like Aww. I'll watch it, but I just find it a little awkward. Um, but it's a it's a pretty funny movie. I think it has it leans into the trope of. Groundhog Day and that kind of thing, where you know everything's gonna happen. They but even mentioned the karma thing, like you know, like how he had to break his—I don't even know how to say. Like he had to pave a different path for his life. He had to actively choose. He didn't have to. Well, it wasn't—it wasn't like some spiritual base. The actual reasoning for them being in a time loop—they don't explain it, but but they—they yeah. they do tell you basically that it's some quantum mechanics because. The whole subsection of the movie is Sarah, the main character, one of the main characters. Yeah, she uh, becomes like a fucking physicist. Every or day when she wakes up at the end of the day, she watches another video of quantum mechanics. She takes like online classes. Yeah, she takes online classes which is and self teaches herself quantum mechanics. Which that was kind of like a cool. I, I, I was not like expecting a cop that out, because though. all the first half of the movie, or the first when we first meet these characters, they're like it seems just like they're normal people who are nihilistic, like. Your everyday uh, millennial or whatever. <laughs> I mean, I I definitely got this impression that like it was, it would cater to like m- the millennial and Gen Z it, generation. It seemed like it was. It definitely could have been a very cheesy movie where they fall. They use all the really safe jokes and they follow the plot line that everyone would expect. But there's a few twists and turns that I didn't expect, and I kind of like that. Yeah, I mean, it definitely took some risk, but it also. It could have taken more. Like I felt like the learning was a cop out mm-hmm. for doing like a, a you know huge revelation of how they're stuck here or something. You know, I mean, it didn't really and take a lot of time to explain how they're stuck in a constant cycle of every day is the same yeah. and how to break it. Or and the pacing was very well done. I oh, it was very. Breezy. I feel like I could rewatch the movie, and I, I don't know if I noticed something new, but it's one of those movies where you re you you want to. Sh- watch it with somebody if you recommend it and you kind of want to like see them laugh at the jokes you laugh yeah at. gauge their reaction to kind of like, like watching a cl- cult classic like space balls or something like you want to see them see the ridiculous humor or joke i remember somebody telling me that they saw they had only seen space balls they hadn't seen star wars they no. ha- mm. and now i have one less friend so i, I just oh. blocked them <laughs> because because i was like how, how do you see what this movie is based off of without seeing the class, like the original. You know what I mean? Like, how do you, like, how is that? It was just impossible for me to comprehend. You know what I mean? It just, it didn't make any sense to me at the time. I, I really liked how it touched nihilism, and then it ended up saying like, there, oh, there is meaning. Like, they yeah, still Andy they, Samberg they, had like a character. They were still switch. like, they're, uh, they weren't saying like nihilism and realism is bad because, but they were saying that, oh, uh, there is some meaning and stuff they they they, they their, their characters didn't change completely unrealistically but their characters did understand oh there's a little bit of truth in both of these things and yeah that was good dualism like it, it yeah. showed that i mean you could tell from andy samberg like his character niles that's right mm. um niles the he was niles, niles or miles it, i think it was, I think I, it was niles. it doesn't matter niles andy samberg's character he 
He kind of just given up. He'd been in there a he long really time. He really had, and that was somewhat sad. But then when he found like his connection, like when he found love, and when he found like a reason to what what did uh what did Roy call it? There there's a third character who got stuck in the cycle. Yeah. But he lived. Uh, he woke up every day not at the resort they were at, and he was just living life with his family the same day. And so he found. Originally, he actually hunted Niles. And that was a really good. And like, would torture him because Niles was the reason. He followed Niles into the cave. Yes. And got stuck in the loop that they were in. And so he blamed Niles. But he eventually found inner peace, basically, and just lived every day his best with his family. Yeah, there were and that was his he, – he called it something, but it was basically – He became self-actualization. He or was like, like – He came, became content in he, a Yeah, he way. realized he's con- – he's like, you know, I get to see my beautiful kids every day. And while I don't get to see them grow old and that's unfortunate, I get to live with my family every that's, day. Yeah, that was and very beautiful to see, especially – after the stark contrast of like fucking Roy hunting and this other like, character, I, and then that, and I never realized he's like I never realized what I was doing to you, Niles, because he was torturing Niles and stuff, and I, that resonated with me. And then the line where Niles says, "Because Sarah, who's new to the loop, yeah, is, Sarah's one of the three people stuck in the yeah. loop, and Niles so and Sarah are like they're the love interest. Yeah, they're the they're romantic the main two characters. Sarah is new and like." still figuring things out the same things that now and trying to knows. break the loop and, and trying she, to get out she has a short violent burst like one day and basically rams roy with a car because she heard of what roy did to niles and niles is like no you can't do that kind of thing because although it, yeah that was a good you, character you can't, you can't be violent towards people he's like i don't care but I still don't do violent acts towards other people. I'm complacent in life, but it doesn't mean like I can inflict yeah, <laughs> damage onto other people. He starts saying how if – although they won't remember it because we're in this time loop. Mm-hmm. We'll just go and the day will begin again and they won't know anything that happened. We remember it <laughs> and we can't – we have to deal with the bad things. There was an interesting people. moment where one – this is something that re- – because they edit it in such a way that – it appears they wake up together, and that like the like the time that they you just assume they're they yeah they're waking up at the same exact but time. But when it occurs to me that if somebody dies before the other person or falls asleep, then like they're in. It, it, it was like a weird moment where I realized that there was like a different reality for each person, and like how they perceive their own time loop, and that like I, I mean I not to make it super philosophical, but in a re- like. I think they wake up at the same time that they woke up on that day every yeah. time. And so we don't find out until later in the movie. We just assume they're waking up at generally around the same time. But later in the movie, you find out that Sarah is, in fact, waking up earlier than Niles. Which is like, it shouldn't and be like a like, Wait, plot point. What? But and you're, it's kind of insane. It, yeah. Realizing that two main characters in the movie wake up at different times shouldn't be like a huge revelation. But, but, but it is. <laughs> um. I don't know. I felt like – did you see any other non-white character in this movie beyond that one per- – it, it felt very, like, catering, hmm. if that makes sense. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's because recently I've just been watching, a, like, TV and my media has become very diverse and, like, it's it hasn't been very white. But this movie, it felt out of place. You know what where you mean? there was only one black character there who was, was also not, gay. You're not looking close. <laughs> well, I mean, can you like? I, I it it didn't feel like there was like one other Asian person that I there was 
not a lot of diversity. It was very white. Did you did you touch on? I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't think that was an issue at all. Well, that was just one, something I saw. A few. It's a wedding, so it's two different families, and of course the families are going to have. What do you mean, like other guests around there? And just then they're also in the bar. There's like a bar that they in like went to. the middle of nowhere. I don't know. It it just. I, I didn't find that. It wasn't show. like a big revelation, but to me it just felt out of place. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it was just my own personal um, takeaway that it just it it also felt like out of time like you you couldn't identify when this was i mean obviously like they had cell phones and stuff so it has to be somewhat recent but it also felt somewhat like any time from 2015 to now like it, it didn't like define itself in when it was set does that make sense i mean obviously with it's the a time modern it's, it's based in the present yeah i mean uh, i don't know I, I think it's good because it doesn't it didn't seem to base many of its jokes on yeah, I know a lot trends of because problems when movies with do comedies. that, they become outdated and then yeah. they're no longer funny. Yeah, that's the problem with and a lot of comedies, especially. Them. Oh, it's always a pain to rewatch. Very timestamp, uh, like products of the time. You'll see that with made. a lot of kids' movies. You'll see because it takes a while to develop a movie, or at least that's what we're told. <laughs> <laughs> who knows? You know, well, let, let's start. Who knows? Let, let's let's start a conspiracy. Conspiracies here. are I'm, dangerous. I'm just they take a while to produce. And so you'll see, and, and, then, and then they'll get delayed, and things will happen because it's a bureaucracy, that kind of thing. Damn, you, you talking like workers' rights or something? For no, I'm, I'm just <laughs> talking about why the movies take long to release. And so you'll end up having a kids' movie where one of the main protagonists dabs. And <laughs> Fuck, like in Scoob? Yeah, in Scoob, one of the characters dabs. God, and you're that like, was, that you was know, last I, week, I think some kids might find that enjoyable, but that that's no longer the current trend. It just becomes outdated. That's I feel why like I think this. I think this movie did a good job of not. The only thing that does that trends. successfully, I, as shitty as it is, is South Park, because I think they that's a TV show. So, but they can turn an episode around. I think in four days, like they can, you know, write, um, voice act. They can draw. They can do almost everything. It's also under not week. pretending to be something else. Well, like the yes, entire point but of the show is satire. Just as and provocative. You you get there. I mean, it's it just shows how they can work within what's current. If that makes sense, like they don't have to like wait for you know something to happen, something to fall out of relevancy, and then make social commentary on it. They can be like in the moment and you know poke fun at it or support it or whatever. Well, most often with South Park, it's poking fun at something. But that that wasn't the point of the whole thing. Yeah, it. But but what we're saying is this movie. It it I'm hoping it ages well. We'll find out. I don't know. I but did you like it? Cause I I know there were like a couple moments where it wasn't strictly a comedy, but it, it lent into like the more romantic side. You know, focusing on the relationship between the two main characters. Um, it almost acts like a romantic comedy, but I don't think it's not romantic I don't think you enough. Can characterize There's a, it as that, a yeah. big part of the movie is that they fall in love. But it's not huge. It's not the main. Fo- I, I I can't say if it's the main focus of the movie or not. It's I not. I, I would not classify it as a romantic comedy. I wouldn't classify it as. But I'd say the the point is. I think at least that's what I because got was that they were trying. Because it seems with romantic comedies, the actually, main focus yeah is, is the romance. The two falling in love, and it seems like that starts out in the very beginning. In this film, it seems like 
the main focus is the time loop. And them trying to either break out of it or find some happiness or yeah. what would they say they um we're just trying to make it more bearable <laughs> you know make existence oh yeah at the end uh sarah says to niles it's like although i could definitely live life without you living life with you would be a little less mundane and while that sounds really sad saying it right now sitting here yeah taking really it out of context it was really sweet in the movie in there were a lot of lines dynamic. that if you take out of context are like really fucking dark <laughs> like there's a lot of things that they say that's very bleak, <laughs> but yeah, it's not. In that case, it's not everyone's movie. Yeah, it was very niche. I mean, obviously, you know, being a Sundance well. festival, but it's also on a big um, it's streaming service. It's niche, as in a uh, millennial humor is niche. Yes, it's very um, or Gen Gen Z humor. Is and niche. there were you could definitely tell that this was like a fresh style. I've I've noticed that a lot more now that you know. It's not so much Gen X or the boomer generation controlling the um, director chair. I don't think or it really has produ- been in the last well, 20 years. It was – it came – like, it, I don't know. It just felt to me like this was – this was the first thing where I was, like, actually aware of, like, oh, this is, like, our generation controls, like, the media now. Like, I, I mean, not, like, in, like, a weird way, but – um, you know, a lot of young directors, you know, they outnumber the number of old directors and they have their own fresh ideas and takes and what's funny and like what's good action, what's, you know, what's good. Um, I think that will constantly be happening. Well, yeah, but until it was just we hit the age of w- until we're old and they're like, what's this new stuff? But yeah, it's always going to be changing because people age. No, I, I'm. I realize that it's just this is the first thing that I recognized, I guess, and maybe that's just like a personal thing for me. I think it is, but, um, anyways, I really, I really dug this. I, I'm a Andy Samberg fan, and I'll support coming to Long Island until the day I die. But, um, the pacing was, you know, really speedy. The, it was very comedic. It was very well done. The acting was very good. Yeah, I mean, it was. And I, I wish J.K. Simmons was in the movie more because I love J.K. Simmons. He's such a he's such a good person, but I, he's also such Roy. a great actor. I, I don't know why, but I loved Roy. And I remember the last like ten minutes of the film. Yeah, you were like, what I about kept, bo- what about my boy Roy? Because they they had figured a way that we gotta could. make some T-shirts. We gotta make a line of that. Like what about home. Roy? Or kind of <laughs> like my dad has a what about Bob T-shirt, and I'm like, oh, I we should do it in that style, but like. I, oh fuck, man! Maybe now I I should actually. Oh, this will be an off my right. conversation. Well, but I wanna, I was, I wanna do what I was saying now. was I was talking about Roy because they had figured out a way that could possibly get so them wait, out of the time merge. Hold up. And uh, what about Roy? They haven't told Roy yet, and I was like, "What about Roy? Are you gonna get him out of the time loop? You've all made peace already." And they uh, they had an end credit scene that showed them helping him out, basically. But yeah. I'm sorry, I, I, would, I just went on like a, a, a mini rabbit hole into um, J.K. Simmons merch, and there's a vacuum in the um, J.K. Simmons. Oh, do we need to open up a J.K. Simmons uh, fan page? Yeah. That's that's where you start. You start at like a subreddit or like I a just, small grassroots. I just love J.K. Simmons characters, at least the ones I know. Okay. Like uh, I've never the asked guy in Portal 2. Portal 2? Portal 2. Like the game? Doesn't he voice Cave Johnson? I am not. I don't sh- want your damn lemons. That's a very niche joke. Look that up. I'm. 
Uh, I was going to ask, I have never talked to you about this before, but, like, who are your, like, top tier, um, not, not just celebrities, but, like, actors? Like, who are your, like, oh, if they're in this program, I'm seeing this. I'm, I'm definitely buying a ticket for I don't this. think I've ever done that. Well, I'm asking you to do that right now. Boom. No, I'm saying is I don't uh, – even if it's a really, like, actor I love, I won't see a film just because they're in it. I've never done that. Okay, well, then who's, like, your like, favorite? Like, who do you idolize? And I not necessarily, like, in the I'll go see them, but they're, like, your favorites of all time. Epic. You have to think about it. Well, don't multitask. Like, you, like find, find out if my boy J.K. Simmons is – the voice character for whatever that guy you said in Portal Two, Cave Johnson. Cave Johnson, that's a that's a very, very old memory of mine now, man. That was fun. I fuck. I remember you getting me introduced to Portal and like I would just do a bunch of dumb shit. So is he the voice character? I'm not quite there. Man, you're not really a fast typer. Mm, apparently not. I don't think you. <laughs> this is quality content. I gotta say. Just you looking at web pages and me doing social commentary about it. Oh, do you want to do? Do you want to talk a little bit about the uh, thing you just spent a couple hundred dollars on that arrived last week? I bought an accordion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't. Mean, sorry, I didn't mean to laugh at you buying an accordion. <laughs> no, no, no. I was it's just fine. Go for it. I no, I wasn't laughing at you buying the accordion. I just thought it was funny. Like right before we hit play. Yeah, Cave Johnson, voiced by J.K. Oh, Simmons. What do you know? You picked it up and you're just starting playing keys on it, and I was like, "Man, that's just different things we spend money on." Like, I drop 120 bucks on like some limited edition like Star Wars merch, and you <laughs> drop a couple hundred bucks on an instrument, which is like they're both good, but I don't know. It was it was fun. It was fun stuff. Um, do you have anything else you want to say about Palm Springs or uh, my uh, top actor would probably be Harrison Ford. I can see. Uh, Just like because I love Star Wars. What era? That and uh, Sir Patrick Stewart. Yeah. I Mostly mean because one of my favorite TV shows of all time is Star Trek Next Generation. Generation. Yeah, he's And then he's w- on most the of my favorite yeah. movies um, have Harrison Ford as an actor in them. But like what era of – I was going to say what era of Jean-Luc. But what era of Sir Patrick Stewart? Because are you talking like older, more recently or Star when Star Trek Next oh. Generation. Okay. Well, That whole series. That is, oh man, that's like one thing that I haven't gotten into yet. Like I watched and a couple episodes. For Harrison Ford, about. the original trilogy, and Indiana Jones. Oh man, I need to watch some of the other movies again though, but I'm sure I'll enjoy them. Yeah, I mean he, he's just such a. I don't I don't even know like how to describe him, but Harrison Ford has always been. He's like a comfort food, if that makes sense. Like if you are ever. Um, you know, like a movie lot of night older kind of Steven Spielberg movies. Feel yeah, like they're that. like they're like a dynamic duo. Like, you like, know, well, he, he's not even in all of them. But when I think of like some of my most memorable movies, I think of like Indiana Jones, Star Wars, Jurassic Park. Well, Harrison Ford was not in Jurassic. Park. I know, but I'm Steven Spielberg. Well, yeah. Oh, you had a thing to that you, you brought up about Hans Zimmer, and did, what did you say? You said he was better, or I didn't say he was better. I just disagreed that John Williams is better than Hans Zimmer. I say they're almost equal. Okay. Okay. Well, what memorable tra- like what memorable soundtracks has Hans Zimmer done that you can like think of off the top of your head? Pirates of the Caribbean, Interstellar. I I know I'm missing a few here, but <laughs> Here, I'm gonna, I'm <laughs> just going to s- stop right there. Indiana Jones, 
Star Wars, Jaws. I like. I, I feel like that just like already itself is just boom. Like the point made. I I know he's done a lot of great stuff, and he's like such an inf- like. Look, I'm gonna look this up right now. Hans Zimmer. He's done a lot. I I'll guarantee you that. Hans Zimmer. Let's see what albums has my boy done. Probably nothing. He didn't. Oh, that was an Alan Walker remix. Never mind. He did Inception. Oh wait, hold up. Did he do? Hold up. Did this man do the Lion King soundtrack? He did Blade Runner 2049, a perfect movie. Oh, he did The Boss Baby, though. So that's already – never mind. I take back what that I said. That doesn't make his music bad at that. Well, to, well, I mean, to you, maybe not. He did Skylanders, the the uh, failed uh, – was it a Wii game? Oh, it was like an Xbox game, you know, where you, you put, like, the little figures on, like, a little uh, – I don't even know what you'd call it. It was like a. Do you remember the like interactive the game and that? Yeah, it's they like tried it with like the Disney um, amiibos. Oh fuck! What was that Disney property? It was like Disney Me or something. Uh, Disney games. I I gotta. I don't know why. I, it, it almost feels like you think Hans Zimmer is subpar. Him no, and John I Williams are one of the greatest film composers of our time. I I'm not saying he's like subpar at all. I'm just saying like. John Williams has said so much more. It just <laughs> no. Well, okay, well I take it back. My man did Mega Mind. Hans Zimmer did the Mega Mind soundtrack and Modern Warfare Two. Shit, this man's done it all. Kung Fu Panda One, man. He's done a lot though. He's seriously Men- Mission Impossible Two. Uh, let's see what else. What else has he done? He did the. There's so many movies I do not know. His first. One at least on Apple Music is Paper House, which I have never heard of. He did Dunkirk. Oh yeah, that's true. Dar- he did the Dark Knight too. Yeah, that's that's good. But then also, if you go to John Williams, like just his catalog is just it's stacked. Like he has. He does less movies than Hans Zimmer. Actually, I I take that back. I'm not sure if he does or not. I mean, okay, look his top songs: Hedwig theme, Harry Potter, Carol of the Bells, Home Alone. Theme from Jurassic Park. Hans Zimmer did Baby Driver. Star Wars The Force Awakens. Like, this man. Hans Zimmer did Deadpool. Let me just go through this man's filmography. I'm going to try to disagree with you. John Williams is my favorite composer. All nine Star Wars. He did the... He didn't do all nine. Yeah, he did. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. He's still alive. John Williams did not do all nine Star Wars. Sorry, I'm thinking of Rogue One. No. Yeah, he didn't I'm do Rogue of One. The spin-offs. He didn't do. Yeah, the he didn't do Rogue One. He did Lincoln. He did War Horse, Indiana Jones. He did all the Harry. He did Potters. a lot of great movies, but so did Hans Zimmer. Okay, I'm not trying to argue first. that. Actually, he did the. I'm first trying to two. say that they're Sorry. both equals. Jurassic Park three, you know. He did the Midway. You know that movie. I don't know why I'm going on this tangent, and like I don't know why I'm dying on this hill, but I I don't know why either. I. I'm agreeing with you that John Williams is a great composer. I just think you're not giving Hans Zimmer enough credit. I think they're both good, but you know, I've, I've been um, everyone's sleeping on my man Ludwig Goranus. How do you, I don't even know? You don't even know his name. <laughs> well, you can't even say his name. How would you say his name? Look it up with Google Translate. No, I, you look. The it burden up. of proof falls on you because you're the one who said no one knows my man, and then you couldn't say his last name. Ludwig Gohan. It's like Gohanesson. Yeah, it's got the weird O. Oh. He did Mandalorian. Oh, he also did Trolls World Tour. 
Never mind. I'm sorry. I take it back. I take it but back. But the Mandalorian track, such a good sound drip. You can't. It's so good. Oh, oh supposedly there's going to be a announcement on either Monday or Tuesday um, because they shot all of the Mandalorian before coronavirus. So as long as it's, you know, edited and, you know, the CGI is there and everything's post-production is ready, they should be fine to release it so there should be a trailer i think this tuesday if i'm not mistaken um but yeah that's super exciting do you want to talk a little bit about you know your thoughts on what this mandalorian season could talk about or it could be about you know since they had released a couple stills on um i forgot his name what's the what's the main guy fuck i, f- I forgot his name the Director of Iron it's Man one and two about searching for Happy Hogan. Who who's this guy? He put a couple photos up on his Instagram. What's I'm actually I'm skipping. not sure, but I, I I'm gonna assume the second season is about obviously finding the home of the child. Holy fuck! Hold on, I I'm who and is I this want man? to know if they actually keep the child on for how long of the show, because I I I know this might sound negative, but I. I believe the child's holding the show back if they hold on to it for four seasons or something. I think John Favreau. Yeah. That's who it is. Oh, okay. you think of John Favreau? I yeah, I was thinking about thinking one of the like, actors. Yeah, I was thinking about the actors and the producer. But, um, yeah, John Favreau uh, posted a couple pictures like oh, five, six months ago about who would appear in it and all that jazz. But, yeah, I mean, it has to deal with the child, you know. And I, I mean, think they need to – I don't know if it's going to be this season or the season after, but I don't think they ne- can hold on to the child for yeah. more than that because at that point it, it's almost like a crutch, I think, and it would kind of get old after a while of exactly. Mandalorian constantly trying to save the child. Who knows? I mean, we haven't seen a trailer. We haven't seen any promotional a- material and for this. what I hate is I'm glad – okay, I'm glad Baby Yoda gets a lot of love. He's cute. However – However, he's turned into almost the minion meme status where everyone – I don't think he's there yet, but he's getting dangerously close. I've seen a lot of Facebook Facebook memes memes, where uh he's like the minion in a wall. I considered getting a Baby Yoda tattoo. Like I legitimately considered it, and I'm glad I haven't. Please don't. (laughs) I'm not going to, but I considered it. it, I don't know. It was – it's such a social – Titan that I don't even think it'd be like getting an R2D2 tattoo, which there's nothing against that. BB 8 wasn't this big when he came out. I don't remember him being like this talked about. I don't, it's every not a very unique tattoo. I was meaning like, like the icon. Like, I don't, I can't think of any other moment that this character, like a character, has transcended its movie or I never TV thought Mandalorian form. would be this popular, and I'm really happy it is, but I'm also like. Kind of upset that it is. If that oh, makes I'm sense. Not, I'm not upset. No, like I'm. I'm happy more people are watching this, but you know, like there's something about saying like, "Oh, that's my show." Like it's very niche. It's very like under the radar. It's not. <laughs> that makes me think of people who think they're special for watching The Office. Oh, fuck, I had. <laughs> a, 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 having a golden retriever and watching The Office is not a characteristic of your personality. Like it's not a character trait. I'm sorry, but like it needed to be said. You know. <sighs> what is a character trait? Oh, well, watching Parks and Parks. It's not a character trait. It, it's part of your interests. But it doesn't define you. Yeah, it shouldn't define you. Mm. Man. 
it's like there's i saw um i know somebody i'm just gonna like leave them out who put one of those like very random things as a senior quote you know um it's just i don't even i don't even know like just people who can't find any interest in anything and like define themselves by a tv show which is i don't i don't know maybe i'm just being like really harsh on people who like a i don't mind people having fans okay show but i do enjoy having a show that when someone mentions that they like a show and then i say i like a show i like explaining why i like a show with uh if someone says i like the office i'll be like i like the office too we make a few jokes back and forth because we both have watched it and then that's over but with a new show i gotta share that experience with someone or a show they haven't watched i'm not not dissing the office at all it's kind of good that like most everyone in our generation has seen it and has like the same fondness for it because it's not it's i feel like it's a double-edged sword because you can not just our generation it's it's not it's a well i mean at this point like if you ask anyone I'd say if you ask anyone under 20, they'd seen The Office. I feel like it's less so if you ask somebody over 40. I'd say a lot of people have seen some episodes, but there's, not everyone's like binge it to the extent the that. Show. Not to the extent that I think like some like I know somebody who watches the entire series every year, like like start to finish. Like that's a religious thing for them. A higher know? percentage of younger people have seen it, but there's definitely a definitely not a tiny percentage of people that it oh yeah would see it. like plenty of older people would see it and by older i mean over the age of 18 and i'm yeah. not like i'm saying like, if you ask someone if they've seen the office when i uh, in, in a high school they're almost even if they haven't seen it they've heard of it or they know like but if you ask somebody of it. who's uh let's say you ask someone who's 60 have you seen the office they're less likely to but they're still it's such a huge so- show that you, you can't say that they haven't but it's it's kind of like one of those things that defines every generation but not not like in what you'd like gosh like i hope it doesn't define <laughs> no, no but <laughs> not like in like the flash bulb memory of like 9-11 or like a war oh. or something like a famine it's it's i don't know i feel like it's a small thing that everyone connects to yeah exactly but I that's like, exactly i don't what I'm like saying to. it defines a generation because Ex- then it that's turns exactly. into one of those oh only 90 kids will remember this even exactly. though you get it exactly from 1980 until 2010 knows oh, what you're talking fuck. about <laughs> this tiktok thing oh my god are you talking about the one i brought up earlier today which one the uh when people are like i i wish i was a 1950s teenager oh <laughs> I no I, I was meaning like the fact that it it may be banned in the united states oh oh that tiktok thing yeah <laughs> oh that one yeah. i mean That's were you ever on vine like were you like no no See, w- like what was i know you had like you kind of introduced me into like very niche youtubers and like that whole culture because i was i was more into like you know vine and i had like musically for a while and like i i'm more into that more mainstream kind of um i don't know you you told me to get a reddit you pushed me into like the better social medias i guess you could say i wouldn't call them better i just say they're more 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 like everyone everyone has their own interests and everyone has their own i've heard reddit described as the anti-social media because it's very anonymous and you don't it's not about yourself it's about but it's topics it's not like i think that's what i was meaning like 
you know, your Instagram, it's it's you and it it shows off your and your stuff. friends, which isn't a exactly. bad thing. But on Reddit, I feel like it's it's more you can go into like a very specific niche like interest or it's like, like community. Facebook. But if Facebook extent. didn't like it's Facebook fuck up for, democracy. Uh, <laughs> yes. Well, in Facebook, it's connected to you as a real person. Yeah. But my mom, she doesn't really post a lot on Facebook. A lot of the time it's, oh, I want to see what my – it's a mix between, say you use Reddit, Instagram, and Snapchat, but for different re- reasons yeah. for each one. Snapchat's more personal between you and your friends. And Instagram, for contact, Instagram's different more for, reasons for using each other. Yeah, Instagram's for you and your friends and more people. Like it's more public than yeah. Snapchat is. It, Reddit is pretty much just reading about interesting topics that don't really have to do with much. But with Facebook, it's almost all of those combined. It's a machine. I do you still have like the Facebook app? Do you still have your Facebook and check it and stuff? I don't check my Facebook. I do have it in case I want to watch a live stream from something on there. <laughs> or something. I still have it, but it just makes me like it's so. I mean, I know it's designed to be this, but it's just it's so toxic and it's it's just not healthy I at all. I honestly, my one thing about social media that I, I don't, anyone uses social media. I'm not, I'm not going against it. I'm not saying social media bad. This is just my phone bad. Yeah, I'm. Ju- this no is just phone. my personal opinion. I I like to. It's like when I, my probably most used social media is Discord, which is which they recently changed it from just being like a gamer it, it, chat it to like. It used to be basically, uh, yeah. It's there's text channels and voice channels, and it was mainly used by people who play video games on computers. To like voice channels, so they don't have to be like in game. Due to quarantine, it's been updated and they're rebranding for everybody. And instead of a social media where you say you make a post and people comment on the post, it's more it's like a giant group chat where you can pop, hop into a voice channel and people can. It's talk ongoing, to you. you know. It's yeah. not stagnant like most posts are. It's and like that's evolving. what I like because it means like. I'll see if my friends are playing a game or something. I can invite them to play games, or I can like have a short conversation with my friend in the middle of the day, and it's kind of nice to be able to check in with my friends mm-hmm. all, a lot of the time. But I'll see different discords where people will start saying, "Oh, I like this, 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 and this in my in like their notes," or their it could be scenes of biography, and I I actually don't like that kind of part part of social media. I'd rather learn that about you. What do you mean you don't like which part of it? I feel uh how do I put this? I don't know, this is your story, dog. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's kinda hard. I don't like saying listing like what you're interested in, like every single yourself? interest of myself in like a bio because You don't want to box yourself in? Or like what do you what do you mean by like listing what you're interested in? Or like publicly displaying what you enjoy. What what's it's so hard to explain. I don't know where I was going with this. In that, when I talk to per- people, I slowly learn more about them, and I like that. Well, like that's how convers- That's how you build relationships. With yeah, people. it's yeah. almost like. In the reason I liked Discord was it kind of seemed more like you might see someone cool and you'd start talking to them more. And if you really like actually clicked with this person, you could just start talking to them more, and then you l- learn more about them. With certain other things i i feel like it's more like you're searching for people just to search for people with similar interests 
you're not you're not like naturally finding people and building connections that way you're like you're superseding that yeah i've never thought about it that way i've i've only seen that's, it that's as why like i'm saying it's it, it's mostly me it's me as a person i it, feel like it works for other people the one thing that i could commend facebook on doing is the ability to isolate groups of people not like in like a racial or you know like not in like a um in that way but it you find people with very specific interests which i feel like has been you know fleshed out better in like reddit and other sites um where you find people who have you know maybe the exact same interests as you maybe the same passions but you can't you're not in the same town you wouldn't naturally meet them Mm -mm. but you still build those connections you know virtually um which is something i feel like that's been so key especially now since it's very hard to meet people in real life um but you know just how they've evolved and become like a giant with billions of people using it and all that um what was it where was where were we originally going with this about tiktok <laughs> yeah it all started with tiktok all right Fucking if we go back to tiktok being yeah, it was a clone of saying being banned tiktok was merged with musically and so all the yeah which users moved from there which came from vine which was vine like its original thing like was that vine would be a bit different i feel like vine was more so based on little no was it like was it like an original idea like that like was it was vine a copy of i don't know this answer but was it like a copy of something and i I have no idea like the idea of like a six second video you know that's (laughs) TikTok's <laughs> kind of thing is, yeah, it's short videos where you can have short sketches. And this used to be, say, what YouTube was. YouTube used to be, oh, you have a cool idea or you just want to uh, upload a funny video, you do that. And I think a lot of people have think of TikTok more as that because YouTube's become more corporatized and it's Definitely. a lot harder to make it big as a small person on YouTube. And and the content has changed, but too. But with TikTok... I haven't heard a lot of big TikTokers. TikTokers. Well, it's not. That's not on our. Like, that's not who we are aware of. But you'll see people. Yeah. Well, that's because I mainly don't use it. But you'll get someone with like half a million followers, and they didn't have to uh, pay for like a corporate ad. Yeah. Do anything where it's more and more. They garnered it naturally. Yeah, it just because happens, what they were putting out, which is kind of nice, and of course there's still there's always luck to that and luck to becoming a celebrity. It's a lot of it can be hard work or a lot of it can be being on the right yourself. Place. Yeah, you've got to put yourself out there, but part of it is just being in the right place at the right time, because if it was just hard work, everyone would be an astronaut, everyone would be a celebrity. Well, if everyone's special, no one's special. But exactly. That was really depressing. That's not <laughs> – well, <laughs> it's more it's, nuanced it's than true. that. But it's it, it, true, it's though. It's kind of like that. And so that's why you see TikTok is one of the number one apps right now. And it's, I think it's, it's huge it for this is. generation. Yeah, everyone I know with like, – I have it installed. I don't even use it, but I have it installed. I don't even have it installed. I just get oh. – but, like, I still, like, keep it, – it's migrated to Instagram. It's migrated to all You'll of see video. A lot of videos will circulate between every single site because they're funny or something. And so – Using Reddit, I'll see TikTok videos. Mm-hmm. Using, like, just I'll get sent TikTok videos by people. All sorts of things. It's everywhere now, and it is stealing people's data. That is completely true. Well, not mm-hmm. stealing. I wouldn't call it stealing. It's data mining. It's Which taking is people's. Also, the same thing that American companies like 
Air, Facebook. A lot of companies do this. They're taking Especially your data companies, yeah. and they're either using it for their own ads or they're selling it to ad companies. Mm-hmm. And China, and TikTok, I believe, is owned by Tencent. I could be wrong there. It's owned by. I believe t- they still are, but there's ta- there were talks with Microsoft for them to acquire it and make them oh, an okay. American company. TikTok is owned by a Chinese company, and the current, a lot of people are kind of scared of China right now, and so they think that. Well, especially if you're a Uyghur. Hey-o. And so. Okay, never mind. Trump <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love how you just like kept on going. Uh, yeah, so tr- Trump, uh, Trump is banning it, and. I don't know. I haven't looked. I don't know a lot of information about that. I do know some people are saying it's because uh, a lot of people on TikTok, of course, don't like Trump. A lot of younger people don't. Yeah, it's very like. And so people are saying he's banned it because that. Well, remember the TikTok shot? Like there was a, a time where like there there was like a rally and there were like and a, thou- a bunch like a million of TikTok people uh, yes. reserve seats. Which was like that's funny. Like like to us that's that's kind of funny. Like that's uh that's kind of funny. Probably a not fucking up. Not like. I don't know if it's the right thing to do. I don't know if that's honest, but, but it is pretty <laughs> funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, and so uh, I'm sure Donald Trump doesn't like TikTok for that reason. And I'm sure a lot of people don't like it due to the data mining reason. But to be fair, when you do sign up for the app, you are accepting the agreement, the ag- the user agreement. Which nobody reads. No one reads these. That allows them to take your data. Exactly. So you're same thing accepting with accepting that. Yes, I- exactly. It's and that's the same thing with, like, YouTube. So it should – so could it be misleading? You could say yes. You, but you did agree to it, and so I don't think banning it is the solution here. I think if you really want people to be aware of the data, let them know. A lot of people don't care. That's why they still install. I feel like there's a couple companies that are like really effective with letting users know what is being accessed. I feel like obviously there were you know congressional hearings with the big titans, and there was recently one with Apple, uh, Amazon, uh, fuck Google, and one other company that doesn't really matter. I think Facebook's talks. Oh yeah, are and still Facebook. <laughs> and Facebook doesn't I really matter. But um, I think. It, it's very different in you know being an internet company. It's very different because it, it makes physical products and also software, but not as like a third party app. Apple, I feel like I I mean I'm an Apple boy, but I feel like they manage their data very well. They are very clear about what like if you set up a new account, they tell you exactly what's being used. You can access. I'm sure they're monitoring their data, but I haven't heard anything about them selling it. Yes. Or letting it out. That's a good thing. That's the even really even when the thing. government wants data from them. Yeah, they're like, Bern- yeah sorry, no. <laughs> and there was a big San Bernardino thing. There was a shooting in 2015. Yeah, and Apple and wouldn't. They, give they, the they're FBI. like, we're not going to give you a backdoor to our phones because that 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 completely undermines the trust in our and customers. And that's dangerous, yeah. you know. Like if if we give it away. And I love that. I love that. That's a baller move by Apple standing up to. I, I the FBI don't the think TikTok should be banned unless there's actual evidence that. The it's data is being used and to actively attack the U.S., which it hasn't se- it, like there. Ha- I haven't seen any compelling like reasons. You know, I'm not that. very trusting of the Chinese government, but I, I'm, I'm honestly was scared saying that on a podcast. <laughs> but the, <laughs> but there there isn't really a lot of evidence saying that they maybe they are just data mining and using it to sell to ad companies and users are agreeing to that. So it shouldn't be banned. And if it you think that's the reason it should be banned, then it should be looked into, but it shouldn't be outright banned. You, the whole point of the U.S. judicial system is it's innocent until proven guilty. Uh, and yeah. I think people forget that way too often. I 
one thing that man, I, we went from movies to I dig that though. Um, I, I'm <laughs> I something I've noticed like as TikTok has blown up and be like overtaken the digital market, I've noticed how the content has changed. You saw with YouTube like originally like it was just videos like very minimal editing, very early smosh is what I think of when I think when that's, people bring yeah, up that's, early YouTube. Uh, yeah, PewDiePie's first videos. Like, when you had people who had careers built off of this, and, like, they exploded, and they have, like, editors, they have teams, like, they have millions or sometimes, yeah. like, hundreds of millions yeah. of subscribers, uh, people who watch Smosh, them. Mostly Smosh here started out as two guys making, in high school, or and now they're college, making videos. corporate entity with, like, 20 in, people. Yeah, now it's a business with editors, with videos. And I think the same thing is true of TikTok. Like, it's become... The, you'll see a few accounts there, but you don't need them at all to succeed on TikTok. It's... It's become um, there's creators who are, you know, they have their fan bases. They have, you know, people who, you know, follow similar accounts or something. And there's become like different subsects of TikTok. Like there's subsects of YouTube, you know, there's gaming YouTube. There's like entertainment, beauty YouTube, you know. My like personal favorite that I've seen from TikTok are. Uh, Mukbang. No, kidding. No, okay, no. Our <laughs> TikToks, uh, I- ironic TikToks. And the humor that's come out of it, for the most part, has been awesome. And so it just there has been issues with in accusations that TikTok is a paradise for pedophilia. That's very true. But I've also seen that accused to almost every social media I've seen. Mm-hmm. Roblox is one of the things like people. Jesus see. Christ! Any yeah. place that's popular with children will obviously be popular with pedophiles. Playgrounds. So you can't blame. The uh, the company for that, unless they're specifically setting it up for that. Yes, I mean I feel like that's it's naive to think that some level of child predation, like not to get like super dark here, but like isn't happening, and that giving anyone access to a platform, especially popular among young kids, that it's not gonna have some dark thing happen. Like there's not gonna be like it's it's naive to think that something won't happen. But I feel like there's a lot of protections put in place, but at the same time, not enough. I don't know. It's it's a very weird line, like to be a company and you know you have an original idea of people sharing you know videos or making content and sharing with their friends or with the world, and then now you have like Twitter and you have a bunch of big companies with millions or billions of users having to grapple with like, okay, do we censor this tweet because it is like spreading false information and could jeopardize you know lives or you know american democracy or like it's promoting Twitter violence or something have to but yeah but like they also are allowed to because they're a private company exactly but then it becomes like a what's our role if we're not taking like an active stance in like s- you know like somebody's gonna, spreading you're hate. always gonna offend somebody that's the issue with it i was just like Companies have to make hard choices like mm-hmm. that. They have to decide where they draw the line and where they decide that it's up to the users to be safe. Like, if someone installs a scam through their Outlook email mm-hmm. that they use in Microsoft, is it Outlook's fault? Outlook? No, it's not their fault, but should they Outlook, take Outlook. action to exactly. prevent that because it's, it's harming their users? Exactly. Outlook. A lot of like companies will try and get users to not do that or they'll have or to programs be safe in place on the to stop that and make it safe but it always falls to the user 
which it should be. That should be. But that's like that's like a very. It's it's like especially compared to like people with a big platform who have a big base. You know, a tweet and an email are different. Like it's between one person and another person, or like a chain of people, and not like something public that anyone can see. And um, if you're sending somebody an email, it's like a phishing email, if you know scams or something. It's, it's. I feel like it's a different, you know, threat than somebody it's, it's tweeting like, like inciting hate or like violence or something. I feel like that's a very different beast. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I, I going don't back censor to TikTok. Going, <laughs> going, going back to TikTok, I say they definitely have some shady things they've done with taking data. A lot of companies do that. It doesn't make mm-hmm. it right. And they've also had some shady preferences for when they – I don't know if the word shady was right there, but they have interesting preferences in the TikTokers they support. And then – other than that, I say I don't think it should be banned. I think yeah. people should be aware that it's probably using your data. And pe- I think people like, like are very quick to to take something free and then complain about like you know why why is it free? Like why do I? Exactly. I'm not paying anything for it. But anything free, you're paying with something else. Exactly, and I think people are very quick to like not understand if you're that using a they free are the VPN product. on your phone to stop people from tracking data exactly that VPN your data is what's paying f- for their servers and like that's that's why I, like for I would rather pay like like for premium games like on the app store and stuff I would rather pay two dollars you know to get rid of ads or to you know do whatever not necessarily like for in-game currency but when that game developer made the game they had a story that everything they didn't want ads that's just so that they can make money to support themselves i would rather you know put that money into the system and you know get the experience they want and not um not make myself the um not make myself the item if that makes sense um, and i feel like that's <laughs> Well, you know what I mean, like, like no, 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 I'm just thinking about what the what we're what conclusion we're coming to here. It, I I think it's basically that everything is nuanced and you need to be careful. Yeah, and <laughs> that the internet. This took a really interesting turn, but I'm I'm seriously here for it. The internet is a dangerous place, but so is everywhere else. Mm-hmm. Is what I, I I, and it it is really up to the user most of the time to be careful and make wise decisions in that yeah. Inter- yeah and the internet is like um it's it's not it's so it's everything and it's, it's nothing like at the same time of tubes. it's <laughs> have you heard that i have <laughs> heard that, that. Audio clip it's so weird because it's it's literally the entire world together as like one huge community and they have like small sub communities and everything but um it brings all the greatness of the world. It's like a city, you know, like cities. It brings everything bring good and everything bad, bad and together. everything in between. And I think and everything that we've focused on, like, you know, the positives of the Internet, like w- like Google different and Bing and different search engines. will tell you different things. And, like, innovations. And I think we focus a lot on that, but we're now starting to understand that, oh, yeah, it is – you know things like Facebook and Twitter—they are affecting how we vote and democracy, well, I, I and they are affecting like 
like our own personal health and stuff. I think I'd we're say it really depends on who you ask, actually, because a lot of people will be focusing on the greatest things and everything. Well, especially if you're like the CEO, like you're. But you're let's say tout. you're just anti-internet or something, and you're like, it's a there. Have you heard of the dark web? Like, yeah, that's an awful place. But there's also well, pros. Most people have predisposition to believe exactly. in that. Everyone I think has most predispositions people, on the most internet. people have like a somewhat favorable view of the internet, but they also understand that it's not all you know, you know, rainbows. You know, it's not all happy. Um, and I think that's something that everyone needs to understand. You know, the duality of it. So don't censor TikTok. It's that's, all that's data <laughs> mining. That's is that like our <laughs> official stance? Don't censor TikTok, even though. No, I wouldn't say that. I would just say, stay educated. <laughs> stay educated. That, that is TikTok is taking your data, and you agreed to it. Oh, that's. <laughs> I would take a similar stance, but I'd also say don't ban TikTok. That's like that. That's yeah, my. Yeah, you shouldn't thing. ban it. Um, or at least look into it. I I don't. Do you have anything <laughs> else to say I, about it? I just I just keep thinking now. Wait, What's up? it's all data mining? Always has been. Yeah. <laughs> People just understand, like, wait a minute. They've been taking my stuff, and they've been selling me ads? <laughs> I mean, like, for example, I just bought a backpack. When you go- like, <laughs> when you Google something and, like, it comes up as an ad. Two weeks later, it comes up as an ad, and you're <laughs> I seriously, like, I was on Instagram. I was grid. scrolling. I got served this ad. I went to their website. I bought the backpack because I was actually in the mo- – in the search for a uh, backpack and the very next ad I saw on Instagram was the exact same backpack I bought and the next next ad was something very similar it was um, it was like I think it was like a wallet like a carbon fiber wallet but it was in like the same like genre I guess you could say or like the same category it was just like oh damn they sell my information going back to uh, data mining and by going back, we were just talking about it, so yeah. that was not a very good transition. But how do you feel about it to an extent? Just like when generally? you Google oh. something, do you enjoy having targeted marketing? Do you like targeted marketing? Oh, shit, marketing? That's, that's a good – I do. I personally do. I mean, a lot of people have very different opinions. I think we might. But yeah, I, I don't like targeted marketing. Towards me, it's a personal opinion. To an extent, I do. Like if I'm consciously looking for something on my own accord that I am aware I am looking for – you know, in the normal, like in the real world, not digitally, like I'm, you know, something broke or, you know, I'm consciously looking for something and I search it for it on Amazon or on eBay or somewhere. Because you might see something new that you wouldn't have seen before. Exactly. I like that part of it. But then when it like tracks me on every single platform, that's where I, I get like a bit skeptical of this. Like to what extent are they, you know, data? Like what do you think? Some, I, it's hard. Let's go back. Let's go to something that's very safe, like say Spotify. If it's gonna, re- it's gonna recommend <laughs> okay, you imagine, new songs. Okay, imagine, imagine not paying for Spotify in twenty twenty. Okay. Like <laughs> fucking, but imagine. It's gonna recommend you new songs, it. and let's say you have a playlist of songs you enjoy. And they're all generally similar, at least in your opinion. Uh-huh. It's gonna have recommended songs under that, and you can refresh it and do whatever. The issue is. I love that. I love finding new music that's especially similar, similar to add to that playlist. And find like new artists and Yeah, and you're like, Oh wait, this guy's awesome. He's just he's very similar to this other band I listen to and, and I you, really you like you expand him. your music base. Exactly. But then there's other issues with the 
that haven't evolved yet. Like, let's say I accidentally add a Miley Cyrus track to my it changes your algorithm <laughs> to my Green Day playlist. It's gonna met. It's gonna change the recommended songs that exactly. appear under that playlist, and so I end up actually disliking targeted marketing more after that. I, I wish you could clean your slate. Like, I wish you could like choose what is targeted well sometimes that's what happens is what i'll do is i'll open an entirely new browser i don't use i go to DuckDuckGo and then i search for the same exact thing oh yeah DuckDuckGo is the, the best web there's, there's ones that track even less data if you look which ones I, I forgot what it's called but it's like search but spelled weird or something like that search but spelled weird yeah. well i don't know i prefer DuckDuckGo for all my searches across all like i'm not sponsored by it but it's i feel like it's truly the best way or sometimes you'll be like why is my youtube recommended messed up i accidentally clicked on this one video and now every single video thinks my i want to watch an asmr video my instagram search which is an amalgamation of everything you look at recommended things it's so fucked up right now because of things that i have looked at so it's a collection of like memes it's a collection of like clips from movies it's a collection of posts from people I'm, you know, may know. It's just so messed up, um, and I can't change it. I feel like it would be like a great tool, you know, especially like um, your home screen on any of your social medias. I feel like, like it's clearing your cookies or something. I feel I don't I don't know if that would work, cause I just don't know if that would work for like advertisements. You know, what I mean, like I wish there was a way to fine tune that, but that's you wish you could get rid of it, but you. The ad companies probably don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> because they're buying your information. But what if you, like, the ads that they're serving you, you wouldn't buy because you accidentally clicked on something or you, you know, you're just looking something up, but that isn't what you're interested in to, like, purchase or, like, to be invested in. So they're wasting money, like, advertising something to you that you won't ever buy. But you might f have somebody who isn't being served an ad who is susceptible to buying that thing or subscribing to that service but they're not doing it. Like, I wish there was a way to, to change or to, like, pause or refresh your ads being served to you in your content, if that makes sense. Unfortunately, I don't think that's I can't believe happen. we did, like, a deep dive on fucking social media, which has been beaten to death by every facet. There's been so many think pieces on it and everything. I just can't believe that we went to that. Oh, man. To think we, we watched Palm Springs, like, Palm an hour Springs. ago. Oh shit! What movie do you that leads to this? Apparently, what do you want to do next week? I I like the idea of watching just like dumb shit and things that's like uh, enjoy like things that we can laugh. If there isn't something uh, new that you'd like to watch, we I think we should <laughs> go back in time, go back and watch a movie that we uh, okay we we remember fondly and see if we still let's like do it. it. Let's do it on the pod so it's it's on air. What what are we doing? What are we watching? I'm thinking like godfather trilogy because i've only seen the first one i know you have i've seen, seen them all. all three i like the first one the most and i saw this recently so yeah i've only seen the first one. see what you think about this which is like I something i have to see like it's so like we should either watch godfather one i'd say or we should watch something yeah let's do that it's a more serious movie let's watch godfather one and then perhaps the next time we do like a throwback movie we could watch like space balls or something that we haven't we both haven't seen kind of like what we did with palm springs but something older that we both haven't seen because we both seen space balls together yeah, well, let's watch Gremlins or like. Fuck, I've seen have, Gremlins. You, have, have you seen Tremors? Oh my god, I've seen the first one. Oh wait, we should do Sharknado. Sure, I haven't actually seen that. Fuck. Okay, we'll we'll work that out in like two weeks. But I feel like that would be so good. What if? Okay, what have you been 
up to like what he's been watching, reading, listening to in the past week and a half since we last hit record? I've been mostly messing around with my accordion. Okay. Which has been fun. I didn't do that yesterday, sadly. Uh, other than that, I think my favorite, one of my favorite games of all time, Barrow Trauma. Recently got an update that makes the campaign more fun. It's a game about surviving as a submarine captain under the ice of, I think, Jupiter's moon, or the moon of Europa. And that's a fun game. Played that a few times, had a few friends who want to play that. I And other than that, I just recently, the other day, found out I, I have enjoyed listening to some old, like, 1970s intro music. You know, like, intro music? What do you mean? Like the intro to a talk show or like a nightly show or oh, something. Oh, those that they have like themes. Those themes are just so good. They they're so relaxing. It makes me think I'm about to like listen to a NPR episode or something. <laughs> or it makes me think of Casey Kasem for some reason. Casey Kasem. Oh man. Oh, okay. Well, who's your favorite like talk show host? Who's your go-to? So like not to get off track, but like who's your who's your go-to like? Okay, it's it's the evening. I'm I can either watch. Conan, Trevor Noah, John Oliver. Oh, those talk shows. Def- definitely Conan. Yeah, I'd have to say Conan, John Oliver, or yeah, actually just those two. Like to the listeners, I, I'd like to get some feedback on this episode as far as length and content, and I want this to uh, be. Do you have any editing tips? Yes. I want to know segments that work, like how long should it be? What like, did you enjoy? Exactly. You, you, we're not asking for a report card <laughs> but or a, a book report. Don't worry. It yeah. would help if you, you know, would subscribe, you know, rate us or review us on the like Apple podcast. Hit that like button. Leave a comment down below. He's really trying to fuck with me. Um, I'm, I'm kidding, dog. But seriously, like, um, if you hit up, hit us up on our um, email, don'taskwhypod at gmail.com and just, you know, let us know or – if you know us personally, just get in contact and let us know what's working because I want this to have legs and be like a you know good <laughs> good project or a good escape every week. But um, yeah, we'll be back next week. Um, thanks for listening. Well, hopefully next week. It seems to be more of a bi-weekly podcast. Oh at this shit, point. no, not not three episodes in. Let's not let's not even start thinking like that. I well, don't want. We can't I don't jinx know. ourselves. We can't All jinx right. ourselves. Hope you guys have a good night. All right, adios.